All right, we'll start with Mike Reese, followed by Zach Cox. Good afternoon, Matthew, how are you? Well, Mike, how are you? Doing well. I was um, perusing uh, social media, which I know you're a big fan of, and uh, you're, you're all over that. And uh, I was on the Patriots Twitter account, and they showed a little video in the locker room after the game of Coach Belichick acknowledging you second all time in games played for the Patriots. And I was curious what that moment was like for you when that unfolded. Um, yeah, my, I appreciate you asking that. Um, you know, certainly wasn't expecting that at all. Um, you know, we try not to be too big on individual accomplishments around here. So it was very humbling for him to acknowledge uh, that and you know I, I just think you know hearing that it doesn't sound like it should be me um, I think about my journey through the NFL and to the NFL and certainly this is something beyond my wildest dreams so um, I'm filled with gratitude and the first thing that comes to mind is how good God has been to me <clears throat> he's shown me a great deal of favor he's preserved my body over the years he's just blessed me in so many ways. So I'm, I'm so thankful uh, for everything that he's done in my life. Uh, and all the credit goes to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and you know, all the credit from there goes to my family who has supported me over the years, uh, my wife, Charlotte, and you know, our children, my mom, my dad, my brother, my teammates, the staff here, I mean, people that have dealt with me for a long time around here, and I'm not always the easiest to deal with. So uh, I'm just so grateful, and I, and I feel like that's really something that we've accomplished together. So, um, you know, pretty cool moment yesterday. Um, very, very humbled by it, but I'm very, very thankful for, you know, what my NFL journey has been, and uh, it just means a lot to me. Next question, Zach Cox, followed by Chris Mason. Hey, Matthew, uh, congratulations on that Thank milestone. You, Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you about the block that Jabril uh, laid on the uh, the Marcus Jones punt return. Uh, I see you smiling. It seemed like it was a uh, – uh, it really fired up the, the sideline and, and kind of sparked a big play for you guys. Yeah, I mean, look, that was a – I mean, maybe the best block we've had in the return game all year, and – you know, probably one of the best, if not the best gunner in the league right now and Justin Hardy with the way he's been playing and the production that he's had this season. So, I mean, really, you know, a guy that we highlighted all week, you know, if we get to get the return game going, we got to get him blocked for Pep to step up and, you know, have that mindset and to meet the challenge. It was huge. And, I mean, he's been so selfless since he's been here, just doing whatever he's been asked to do, doing it with a smile, coming out energetic, uh, trying to stay positive. And, uh, man, that was a huge, huge block. It really fired up. Uh, like you said, the whole team, the whole sideline, and you know, really gave us a, a shot of juice. And it seems like he's a, a kind of player who really plays with, with that type of physicality, both in special teams and on defense. I, I know he had a much larger defensive role yesterday with, uh, with Kyle. Not being yeah. able to go. Have you seen the guy? <laughs> I mean, the guy – the guy looks like the Incredible Hulk. I mean, the guy, you know, it's muscles on top of muscles. So, I mean, physicality is an understatement when you talk about his game. He he certainly embraces it. And I think, you know, the way he's able to really roll his hips on contact, 
uh, in short area spaces, whether it's defensively or on the, you know, in the kicking game, it's uh, super impressive. So he brings a level of physicality that a uh, few guys his size can bring. And, you know, we're, we're lucky to have him. Awesome. Thank you. Next question, Chris Mason, followed by Chris Ryan. Hey, Matthew, let me uh, start by echoing those guys. It's a tremendous accomplishment and uh, congratulating you. Thanks a lot, Chris. I appreciate it. You got it. You got any plans to try and catch Tom? I think it's like 70 away or so. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is that that is unbelievable. I think he's at like 285 or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to stand for a long time around here. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you about their uh, missed field goal. It looks like Jack Jones might have gotten a piece of it. I didn't know if you guys saw that on replay, like, or when you were watching the film, because they didn't really show many replays of it. In the stadium, it looked like he reacted, like he got a piece. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure whether he he felt like he tipped it or not, but I'll say this, you, you know, you watch the film. If that kick is online, he's going to block it. I mean, he's right over the, the block point. I mean, he gets a tremendous jump off the ball, great dip, and, and great extension. And, you know, if that ball's kicked – anywhere near the the uprights and, and, and looks like it's going to go in, it's going to get blocked. So uh, he did a tremendous job. That whole unit just keeping pressure on their operation. Um, you know, and sometimes that doesn't show up, but, you know, early in the game, we got some good pressure and then it showed up when we needed it to. So, uh, you know, kudos to the way those guys are bringing it up front yesterday. And how have you seen Jack grow, excuse me, in that role just since the start of the season, you know? Feels like he's been getting closer and closer and growing, I guess is what I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, that can really be a weapon for us. I think Jack has tremendous quickness, uh, great anticipation of the snap, and just he's taken the coaching. He's been coached hard on it. I mean, Coach Belichick has coached him directly on it. Obviously, Cam and Joe have coached him on it, but he's taken the coaching. Um, he's really applied himself to getting better. And, you know, if you can block a field goal and an extra point in this league, that's huge in terms of helping you win and lose ball games. So we're going to need him to continue to do that. Uh, he's really, you know, filled in nicely. Justin was in that role for so long. He's filled in nicely for Justin. He's doing a great job. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. Uh, next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Alex Barth. Hey, Matthew, how are you? I'm well, Chris. How are you? I am also well. Congrats as well on the uh, the accomplishment. Yesterday, of course, you weren't the only guy with a big accomplishment yesterday, Bill Belichick, um, with the uh, passing George Hallis and the win total. Um, he gave, obviously, as you you were there, a lot of credit to the players. But I'm curious as to how you thought about that and what his role has been in terms of developing players, acquiring players, coaching players, and you know what the accomplishment of what he did yesterday means. Yeah, I mean, look, coaches is not going to be one to take credit. Um, that's just how he is. But I think a ton of credit uh, goes to him, and rightfully so. Um, I mean, look at his career and, and, and all that he's accomplished, how long it's been. And, you know, I can sit here for an hour or two and talk about why Coach is so great. Um, but I think a few things really come to mind, and it's his love for the game, his competitive stamina. I mean, to be 70 years old and the coach – as hard as he coaches now, it's really impressive. And, you know, with all that he's accomplished, he's never let his foot off the gas. And, you know, he's run, you, you mentioned developing players. He's been so intentional over the years. 
and how he coaches guys. Um, he coaches every position on our team. Um, he's intentional and, and he really is so honed in on the details as to, you know, what each player's assignment looks like, what we need to do to play winning football, the fundamentals. I mean, it, it just, I marvel at how he's been so consistent in his approach over the years. I think it's hard for anyone to model that type of consistency in any area of their lives. And he's done that uh, for the entirety of the 15 years I've been here, but he's done it over the course of his entire career. And, you know, it's, it's great to see um, him accomplish something like that to pass George Hollis. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. And, um, you know, I, I hope he continues to add to that total. And I hope we all appreciate what we have in coach Belichick. I mean, you know, uh, it's easy to become a prisoner of the moment. Uh, and you look at the new car, the new toy, and you're like, oh, that guy does this. Well, that guy does that. Well, this is like that car that's got 500,000 miles on it and it still runs and it doesn't break down and, and you can depend on it. And, you know, that's what we have in coach. He's just so consistent. And, you know, I hope the fans, I hope the, the game of football appreciates what he's doing and, and what he means to the game. So just briefly, what have you seen in terms of adaptation over your time period with him? Where, as you mentioned, the game is constantly evolving. How do you see mm -hmm. him evolving, you know, kind of with the game, with a new generation of players? What have you noticed in terms of adaptation with him? Well, yeah, you know, I think your leadership has to, has to evolve, uh, most importantly. Uh, every playing group looks differently, and every generation of players is going to be different, right? I mean, the way I was raised versus the way guys 20 years ago were raised, what what the uh, the landscape of our society looked like was different. And that and that in turn changes the players that you're you're dealing with on a day in and day out basis. So I think he's had to evolve his leadership. How do you keep guys motivated? How do you keep guys locked in based on who they are, uh, based on the things that they respond to? I think that's the, the thing I've seen him uh, change the most over the years. I mean, he certainly uh, couldn't coach this team the way he was coaching those brewski led Vrabel led, uh, you know, teams from the early 2000s. So he's learned that. And I think he's applied that, um, you know, people skills matter. This is a people business. And, you know, I don't think he gets very much credit for his people skills, but I, they are much better than they may appear. I can assure you of that. So I think that's important. And then obviously the game of football has changed and, you know, you can sit up here and talk about how he's evolved X's and O's wise, which he has certainly done. Um, and I don't need to speak about that, but, you know, I think while, while going through that evolutionary process, the one thing that he has done is stay true to his core principles. And I think, uh, whoever you are, you can't stray from those. And he's done a good job of staying true to those while, while changing over the years. Thanks. Appreciate it. No problem. Two final questions, Alex Barth and Dakota Randall. Hey, Matthew, again, just to echo everybody else. Congratulations. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. Uh, just looking ahead at the Colts, you know, maybe a familiar group, Coach Ray Ventrone on the other side over there. What do you see from them as you get ready to face them? Well, I, look, I know Ray uh, as well as anyone in this league, having played with him and having played for him. And uh, I know his mindset is going to be to come out and and keep us on our heels, you know, to play aggressively, to play physically fast, and to impact the game. And uh, 
the first thing that comes to mind is us reviewing the tape from last year's game. It was probably our worst game of the season uh, from top to bottom. I mean, they just flat out dominated us in the kicking game. So I think in order for us to avoid a repeat of that, we're going to have to understand, um, you know, this is a, a team that they can return the ball well. Um, they can block kicks. They're going to cover well. They always have. They always will as long as he's coaching. So they do a lot of things well. And I think, you know, we have to understand, similar to what we did yesterday, it's going to have to be just a team effort, a team approach in order for us to be, you know, competitive with this group. So, you know, we'll get into them a little bit more here starting tomorrow, starting tonight. And, uh, you know, we understand we got our work cut out for us. And last question, Dakota Randall. Hey, Matthew, uh, just wondering what your message was for Demarcus Mitchell after that play near the goal line. Obviously, it was kind of a weird play and, and seemed like there was some confusion afterward, too. Yeah. You know, Dakota, I mean, it's a good learning experience for all of us. Um, you know, he's, you know, a guy who's young guy learning how to play in this league, doing a great job for us. And I think that was just an experience for him on the field. Every play that you have in this league is an experience. You log that experience you hopefully learn from it and you become a better player. Um, you know, I don't fault him for what happened. He's trying to go out there and make a play, help the team. He's playing hard. And as long as guys are doing that, uh, you can feel good about what, you know, coaching them up from there. So, you know, obviously we want to try to down balls when we can inside the 10. Um, we want to do that uh, collectively. You know, if that means batting it to a teammate or whatever it is to keep it out of the end zone. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't put the blame on him for that play. That's just one of those plays that happens. And, you know, hopefully we, you know, next time we get in that situation, we can execute a little bit better. Great. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks, everyone.